Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Dr. E.J. McKenzie on Blog Talk Radio. Master Key, Unlocking and Liberating the Real You. Well, uh, it's another program, and I'm excited about uh, our program uh, tonight. We do have a guest uh, tonight. I'm excited about this guest. I've known this guest for a long time, and uh, and I believe there's some things that I guess have that can help and aid, help aid and assist you excuse me, in developing of your relationship. I want to talk about relationship today anyway because I'm a a relational guy. I believe we serve a relational God. So, therefore, uh, I believe it's going to be a blessing. All of us, uh, I learned, is a key and all of us is a door to someone's destiny. Uh, God used my mentor, spiritual father, as a door to get me here to South Florida. God wanted me in South Florida, but I could not just come to South Florida. There was someone that was legally, someone that not was, someone that legally resided in South Florida. And through that legal door, I became legal here in South Florida. So we're going to talk about some of those things today. But uh, those of you that desire to dial in, have any questions, you can use our 1-800 number. And the number is 877-537-3321. If you dial in, have any questions, 877-537-3321. Our regular call-in number is area code 347-237-5493. And uh, those of you that desire to, uh, already on blog, uh, uh, chat, not blog, but chat, uh, once again, I cannot see you, and I don't know is what the deal is, but you will have to call in those of you that have questions that you want to chat, and I cannot see it. So you can use uh, either one of the numbers, the 1-800 number, 877-537-3321, or our regular guest call-in number, every code, 347-237-5493. All right. Let me give you a few announcements before we get started. And um, starting uh, day after tomorrow, we will be in the Orlando area, Mount Dora, Florida, doing a prophetic training. We'll be with our spiritual sons and daughters, son and daughter up there, uh, Dr. and Pastor Angelo Crusine. Uh They shepherd uh, the equipping center up there. So we're looking forward to being there to help establish their prophetic teams uh, and we just believe God's, there's going to be a mighty explosion of the Spirit of God with them and their house there. And uh, that's November the 9th, no, excuse me, 9th, November the 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. That's Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. If you know anyone in the Orlando area, uh, call them. They can go to our website, ejmpcc.com, and they can fill out the registration form, and we will meet them in Orlando. The after tomorrow, or Mount Dora, the after tomorrow. So we're looking forward to being there and uh, blessing that house. Also, November 9th, 10th, and 11th, I'm really looking forward to this uh, Encountering the Supernatural. I believe there's an urgency, and I believe God has put a demand upon us to live supernaturally. Even as you heard our guest on yesterday, how the encounter he had with God, even in the NFL, and how he, uh, uh, through that encounter, uh, he didn't really realize it was God, but the Spirit of God was educating and training him in the realm of the Spirit um, until he came to our property training, got activated, and then things began to become crystal clear. So I believe God is putting the man upon the church. I believe that's why there's shiftings that is taking place uh, in the earth realm, in the body of Christ, in the natural as well as the Spirit. There's a shifting that is taking place. God shifts us so we can maximize. He shifts us so we can maximize. Uh, 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 I believe even our guest that we have today uh, that's been a part of our ministry for a long time, but God shifted. And I believe 
that is God because I believe God wants to maximize. And, uh, and we're going to talk about some of those things. And my thing is is, is uh, understanding how to do it and do it right. Uh, the enemy is going to go so try to get us to board um, the right way of doing things. So we can never uh, experience the, the maximum of what God has for us. Uh, but God has some uh, men and women of God in this airframe that believe in the divine principle of God and they're standing strong on them. So this encounter in the supernatural is going to be dynamite. It's going to be um, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's going to be Saturday at 7.30. Uh, no, I said Friday at 7.30, Saturday at 4 p.m. Now, this is what we're going to do now. We, an hour and a half before the session that starts at 4 p.m. The reason we're doing it at 4 p.m., so people don't have to be wore out uh, uh, for Sunday morning session. Those that's going to be visiting us and going to be a part of this, uh, we want you to be fresh uh, uh, for your own service on Sunday morning. And so, but an hour and a half before, we're going to have prophetic uh, teams that's going to speak prophetically uh, into your life. Those that sign up, now this is how you have to do it. You can go to our website, <clears throat> excuse me, ejmpcc.com, and you can click on the link that says uh, Prophetic Presbytery. There's a form that you fill out, and, and there's a disclaimer form that you need to read. And uh, once you fill this uh, form out, uh, we would know how many people that we need to prepare for to speak into your life. We don't do this a lot. We just, matter of fact, this is our first time doing this in a long time. We used to do it all the time at our conferences and our meetings. So this is a, a plus for you. This is a blessing for you. We're here to serve you. And so, therefore, uh, you can go there if you desire a prophetic presbytery, you desire uh, for some, uh, I said prophetic presbytery, but it is prophetic presbytery, but it's uh, prof personal prophecy. Someone speaking to your life, then you need to do that. You go and you fill that form out, and he will uh, have teams ready to minister to you. That's an hour and a half before the Saturday evening service. And we'll be back uh, at the uh, Embassy Suite Sunday morning uh, at 10 a.m. Our regular service, we'll have it there uh, during this particular week. So the location is um, the Embassy Suites Hotel, the airport location, Miami, uh, 3974 South River Drive. That's in Miami, Florida. And if you... Um, uh, need any kind, have any kind of questions or whatever the case may be, you can call uh, our administrative office, area code 305-698-0765. Area code 305-698-0765. Uh, uh, Pastor Brigham, uh, um, their phone system is out. Um, my wife tried to get in touch with him today. The hurricane uh, hit their area up there and. the uh, uh, she shared with me, I think it was about three dead, so he don't have no phone. He text. Uh, he was able to text her and told us that uh, that the phone system and everything down there. So just keep the people up there in that area uh, prayed up and prayed for. And so believing um, God there will be no complications leaving out of there uh, when it's time for them to uh, get here into South Florida to be a blessing to you. So um, now listen. Bring, invite every sick person that you know to this meeting. I really believe and sense that there's going to be an outpouring of the presence of God. Jesus made a statement. He said the presence of the Lord was present to heal. And many times there's sometimes there's a strong presence of healing, a strong presence of deliverance. So uh, uh, both of these men flows uh, heavily in the gifts of the Spirit, flows in the supernatural, uh, Bishop Demetrius Senegal is really known as um, a great prophet of God uh, in our nation. A uh, very young man, but God uses him mightily in the supernatural. Signs, wonders, and notable miracles. We'll be having Pastor Howard Brigham of Living Waters Evangelistic Ministry in Long Island, New York there. Uh, God uses him mightily as well as he's a revivalist. Uh, God, if you if you know anybody oppressed or depressed, you need to get them there because God has really given him a yoke-destroying anointing to break things off of people. So uh, these two men, uh, the Lord put in our spirit, and we will have them this uh, uh, November the 19th and 11th. Uh, that's uh, Friday at 7.30 p.m., and that's Saturday at 4. 
and those that desire uh, prophetic presbytery, a person of prophecy to be ministered to you, you need to be there an hour and a half. But you must go to the website and um, the uh, button, click on uh, prophetic presbytery. And there will be a uh, form there for you to fill out, and uh, we will get that, and we will be ready to rock and roll to speak into your life to see what God has to say to you. So um, uh, uh, invite your family, invite your friends. If you know anyone that is stuck in an area and they need to hear from God, you need to get them to these meetings because both of these men also flow very heavily prophetically. Uh, Bishop uh, Senegal flows very heavily in words and knowledge. Uh, and that's ba- that's his strongest give words and knowledge as well as signs, wonders, and notable miracles. So I'm really excited about what God is doing. We're going to be leaving out of um, this this year preparing ourselves to go into the new year, encountering the supernatural. We're going to just take this right on over into January 1st. All right. Also, uh, we want to just give you uh, updates. Um, not so much update, but uh, let you know what we're doing and how we're doing what we're doing. Uh, those of you uh, online, you already know that we have shifted from the uh, 1 p.m. on Mondays and Tuesdays. You know that because you're online tonight. Uh, so, but tell your families and friends uh, that the time has shifted. Uh, we did send out a flyer today at, uh, on my phone texting everybody I, I could text. Uh, the flyer letting us know the, the new time uh, on Mondays and Tuesdays at 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Also, Wednesdays, uh, Kathy and myself do a session uh, on the order of kingdom relationships. We do a thing on marriage, parenting. Uh, we just get together and we just have a good time. We go back and forth dialoguing. We try to be transparent with you about the things that we tra- we uh, we have experienced uh, um, and share with you how God has moved and how God is blessed and how God is restored and how God is healed. And so, uh, so we can help you. You don't have to go through what we went through. You don't have to be challenged the way we were challenged. Uh, you can avoid a lot of things. I won't mean, say challenge because everybody's going to be challenged because God must test every relationship. But you can gain wisdom and apply the principle, and you can experience victory in those particular areas. Um, on, on Thursday, uh, Kathy do a thing, uh, Kingdom Women Living for the King. Uh, that's Thursday at 1 p.m. Uh, have any ladies uh, that is um, off in the daytime, uh, call them up. Be a part of that program. Uh, She's been sharing some powerful things lately, and, um, and it's, it's been real good what I've heard. And then back Friday, we'll be back with me, but we'll do, um, we'll on uh, 1 p.m., <clears throat> excuse me, Unlocking Liberating the Real You, uh, Mondays and Tuesdays at 6 to 7, and Friday, this is on the day that we have a day session, and then Saturday, uh, a powerful time Saturday, we was able to speak into a few people's lives on Saturday prophetically, so we're going to be shifting some things, how we do it, but you've got to, you won't be able to prophesy to you when you call in. If you do not go to the um, the website and uh, fill out the form, we will not be speaking prophetic into anyone's life. We'll be praying for you. We'll pray for you, but those that desire personal prophecy, you have to do that. And uh, we also have a prayer request form uh, on the line as well. So on that Saturday, uh, we'll be with you, releasing the supernatural, releasing the supernatural. Uh, God demonstrated that a few uh, sessions ago. A young lady called in, I think, last week, uh, Monday or Tuesday. I forgot when it was, and, and the Spirit of God um, gave her uh, uh, a supernatural healing uh, and concerned her ear, discovered later on that she had lupus, and I haven't heard anything uh, from that young lady uh, since. So, But you, you, we got to understand God is here to bless you. God is here to allow his kingdom, what he desires kingdom, to be advanced in your spirit, in your soul, in your body, in your finances, in every area and facet of your life. All right. Once again, our uh, call-in number, those that have questions, you can call in 877-537-3321. Our regular call-in number is area code 347-237-5493. Now, uh, if you have a question, you have to press the number one button on your phone. Uh, if you have a question, matter of fact, my guest, I, you, uh, you have to do the same thing because I don't see uh, your uh, you're not activated, so you have to press one. Uh, there you go. 
Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, today we have uh, um, one of my daughters uh, uh, in the Lord, uh, been in a relationship for a long time, uh, a tremendous woman of God, and uh, uh, she has experienced a lot uh, since God has had her uh, to become a part of our lives and we are part of her life. Um, this is no other than uh, Rhonda Lewis. And so, Miss Lewis, how are you tonight? I'm just fantastic, Dr. McKenzie. How are you, sir? I am excellent. I am the head and not the tail above, only not beneath. I'm, I'm great, feel great. And we do understand not about feelings, but I feel great. I'm excited about having you uh, be a part of this broadcast tonight. Uh, for those people that do not know uh, uh, Rhonda, uh, Rhonda, uh, when did you become a part of uh, our lives? Of what year was that? Can you tell us? Um, it was in 1992. Hurricane Andrew blew me your way, and I've been there ever since. And one thing I I I, I, uh, I like about uh, Rhonda and our relationship. To me, if a relationship have not been challenged, it's not God. It's not God. Uh, uh, when and what I mean by that, my relationship with Dr. Brown, especially in the beginning stages, it was it was uh, very challenged because I came, I was on a save a year, and I came into a relationship uh, with a man, a order, a man of authority, a man of power, a man that flew to the supernatural, which I didn't understand any of that, that, that but I knew. I got called to the relationship. I didn't understand authority. And so I messed up a lot in the beginning, uh, speaking with my mouth, what a case, and I get rebuked. But my heart was right before God, and I thank God for God, grace and the man of God to be able to hang in there with me and to uh, allow God to do what God had called him to do to help process me to be the man of God I am today. Everything I am today, I attribute it, first of all, to God, but second, to the instrument that God used. We've got to understand God uses instruments in the earth realm. So that was 1992 uh, when, uh, when Hurricane Andrew hit down south. A lot of people migrated down uh, north temporarily. And uh, tell me, now, when you first came to uh, uh, Panorama, now, uh, uh, what was your background when it came down to uh, ministry, spirituality, because a majority of people I meet come from different backgrounds. What, what was what was your background? What was uh, where were you located spiritually in your in your relationship with God? Your background. What was the thrust of it? Um, my background um, literally was I was raised in a Baptist church. Um, I had recently joined Hope Ministries, which was under Pastor Mike Mitchell who um, has gone on to be with the Lord, and I learned about the gifts of the Spirit, or should I say I was learning about the gifts of the Spirit, and I had just learned, um, um, I had just uh, received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and, the, and began to speak with tongues as given utterance um, to show the sign of being baptized, one, one of the signs of being baptized in the Holy Spirit. And then the hurricane hit, and um, our church was destroyed down south, and Pastor Mike Mitchell um, suggested um, he was in relationship with, with, you, with you at the time. He suggested several churches, and a friend of mine invited me to yours. And I walked in on a Tuesday night Bible class, and you were teaching on the gifts of the Spirit, and you were um, prophesying to um, um, people in the congregation. I had never seen that done before. Um, I had briefly saw um, who was then um, Prophetess um, Harrison. Um, come in and dance at Pastor Mitchell's church, but I had never been prophesied to or been around prophecy. And that night, the Tuesday night Bible class, was the first time that I had been introduced to another level and dimension of Christ. Okay, very good. Uh, now, how did um, uh, our relationship evolve for us, uh, you becoming my spiritual daughter and I become your spiritual father? How did that evolve? How did that happen? Do you recall? Yes, we probably have two different versions, but um, I remember um, us talking the second time I came. The first night I came, you prophesied to me, and one of, and I still have the tape, and one of the tapes said, deep calleth unto deep. That was the first word I'd ever received in my life. 
and uh, we met back in your office at the time in the, in the church that we were in, and you shared with me that you didn't know, um, you asked me what church I went to, and I told you, you said you didn't know um, what God wanted to do in our relationship, but he wanted to do something. And I remember looking above your head, and there was a shield in your office that said define the define, and I think there was the, the, the shield, the seven parts, um, I think it was seven parts, um, the armor and the shoes of peace and everything. And I remember feeling like at that moment that I was a part of that shield. And I remember saying to you, and you laughed about this, I said, it came out of my spirit. I said, man of God, I'll lay down my life for you. Now, I was dressed that night in a police uniform because I used to be on the police department, and I was dressed in a police uniform, and in my finite natural knowledge, I was thinking take a bullet. Needless did I know that that led to our relationship as son, I mean, daughter and father, where over those years I was willing to lay down my life for the sake of the father's vision. And in that, and this is the great part about that, by laying down my life for the father's vision, um, everything God promised me inevitably was encompassed and being birthed out of fulfilling the father's vision. The vision that God gave me for life was being developed and is now being birthed. That's excellent. That's excellent. We have people online that uh, um, uh, maybe the Lord is dealing with them to enter into a deeper level of relationship. Uh, I personally believe that Paul made a statement to the Corinthians, you have not many fathers. Uh, You have 10,000 structures, but you have not many fathers. I believe that uh, when we look at things in the natural, I believe there's a biblical pattern in the realm of the spirit. And what I mean by that, that a person that becomes a son or a daughter is a person that positions themselves to receive inheritance. Now, you can be blessed by your leader, but to receive inheritance is a whole different ballgame. That means you have to be legal. And so a lot of you have casual relationships with leaders and uh, are they pastors? They refuse to, or they are to a deeper level of relationship that they can receive inheritance. That's God's order. The apostles received partition, which was inheritance of the grace and the anointing that's on uh, Jesus' life. Um, I think I hear some some background noise, something clicking, something. I don't know if it's this uh, computer mind or what. But anyway. Uh, what would you tell uh, the people? Now, let's do it this way right here. What has been some of the challenges in being a daughter? Because a lot of people think it's, 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 it's glamorous, it looks well, I mean, on the outside, but they don't understand the intricate workings of a relationship. Uh, uh, but what would you tell uh, uh, the individual that's on the line? First of all, what were some of your challenges, and how did you overcome some of those challenges in your relationship with me? To me, nothing really means nothing when we cannot share with people that all of us have struggled in, in with our relationship with God, our spouses, parenting, whatever. It's, it's, it's designed that way for the simple reason if you can persist, and do what God tells you to do and, 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 and break through, you will receive all that God has ordained appointed on you to be. So share with the people that's online today uh, uh, what has been some of the challenges uh, that you have went through uh, with a, as a daughter. Now, those of you that's online and you have any questions, uh, you can just press the number one button uh, for uh, Rhonda. If you have any questions concerning her, with, uh, asking her with her relationship with me, uh, things that she went through, what case well, how did she handle it? You may have some personal things right now. You may have some ideas in your mind right now that God has been dealing with you about entering into a deeper level of relationship, and you don't know how. So she, we've been in a relationship over 20 years. I believe it's been over 20. I don't know how long it's been. Has it been over 20 years? It's, it's 20 years this year. 20 years this year. So so. This is a person that's been in a relationship for a long, long, long time. And there's been some valleys, there's been some hills. There's been some valleys, there's been some hills. So if you have any questions, those that desire to call in, that's on chat, 
uh, once again, you can call in our 1-800 number, 877 for questions, 537-3321, or the regular call-in number, area code 347-237-5493. Go ahead, Rhonda, share with us, if you will. Um, I was thinking as you were talking, um, Dr. McKenzie, that, um, you know, hindsight is 2020 now looking back, but I'm going back in my mind and thinking about some of the resistance I put up with was because you, I came into the relationship still wanting to be independent, wanting to still be able to say what I want to say, do what I want to do because I was grown. And, um, you know, we we don't want – I didn't have a tendency to want to come into the relationship as a child, but almost – saw myself wanting to come in as equal. Even though I wanted something from you, I still wanted you to accommodate me and my needs and my ways, which was totally, um, you know, against the word of God and really just um, not even just, I want to say stupid for lack of better terms, forgive me. But um, 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 I, I, I wanted to do what you asked me to do, and I wanted to be what you wanted me to be, and that was it. I was trying to please you instead of pleasing God. And ultimately, everything you were doing and everything you were teaching us as leaders in the house of God was to please God. And in pleasing God, we will ultimately please you because the ultimate goal is that you want us to die to self to be Christ-like so that the character of and the nature of Christ can be formed in us. Uh, one of the things was um, I like encouragement. And what I found out through our relationship is that sonship is not made visible by how someone receives encouragement. It's made visible on how someone receives correction. And I had a problem with receiving correction. I thought I could, but um, it took some development to be able to understand that if you didn't correct me, then the word of God says that I would be considered a bastard. And the only way I can truly be a daughter of God was to trust you, to honor you, and respect that there was nothing that you were going to do for selfish gain, one, and nothing that you were going to do that was going to harm me, but to ultimately cause me to die so that I can follow you as you follow Christ. And over the years, um, um, the other thing for me has been my emotions, allowing uh, my emotions to move me out of the place you could see that God wanted to place me in. Um, um, you know, I wanted to be defined by those things that, that define me, meaning education and um, position and, and, and my job or, or my business or whatever. And you ultimately were telling me these things don't, deny, don't, don't, don't define you, Rhonda. Deny yourself. Laying down your life inevitably will define who you are in Christ. God can't use you if you're not willing to die. And you would often tell me that if, if, and these are my words, and you can correct me, but I'm saying it in the way that I understood it, that if, if you're not challenging me, if, if you don't cause pain, if you don't cause me, if you didn't cause me sometimes to not like what you were doing, then you were not doing your job. And when you look at it, like you said, when you parallel that, parallel that analogy to what a natural father would do, you know, no matter what my natural father did, I would still love him. And I, that, that type of love developed between you and I. And it has never left and it never will leave. And so the challenge has been just me believing that you need to adjust to me, but finding out, no, Rhonda, you need to adjust to him and ultimately follow him as he follows Christ. That's excellent. That's excellent. And I'm sure I don't believe in coincidence. And I know because I'm prophetic in nature, and God has a tendency, uh, uh, usually every time um, I speak or, been, or go somewhere, even in the natural uh, things, is prophetic. So I believe, without a shadow of a doubt, that this program today is prophetic in nature, and that God is speaking to several people that is online uh, tonight. Uh, that means, and I believe he want to heal some things. You want to bless you in some areas. You want to open up your understanding how relationships work. And uh, Rhonda just articulated uh, beautifully uh, some of the struggles that she had uh, came in with the wrong mindset. All of us, I did the same thing. Uh, um, my thing was when I first uh, met Dr. Brown, Dr. Brown was, and I mean, he was the man of God, anointed. I ain't never saw nobody being used by God like that before. And so, therefore, and when I be, uh, uh, when the Lord uh, joined us together as father and son, and I'm thinking in the natural, ladies and gentlemen, you gotta, uh, listen, I never, I was, I wasn't raised up in church, and I remember the first time he brought correction to me, I said, oh, what is this? And then my mentality was, 
I thought this man told me he loved me because I was associating love with no correction, no rebuke, no nothing. And so, therefore, I was equating that I have my way. I'm a grown man now, but look at the mentality that I had when it came down to this biblical relationship. And the spirit is totally different. But even in the natural, your parents, they love you. They're going to correct you and all of the experience that. But God will have to process me. And processing is helping your mentality to shift and your mentality to change uh, in a greater dimension. Now, one of the things that I really uh, uh, saw God develop uh, in you uh, uh, in a great dimension and uh, uh, was giving. Uh, you uh, uh always been a great giver, and uh, uh, but you said something key where you was articulating the process that God was taking you through about you did a lot of good things, but you was trying to please me. And I have always uh, uh, shared with the leadership, the whole congregation, but especially the leadership, that the goal is Christ. I'm just the instrument that God is using, but the goal is Christ. The goal is to please him. And I, and you already articulated, to please him is to please me. And so so God has to confront those motives that is not right and they're not pure. You could never go to the next realm, dimension, or level in God without adjustment taking place internally in those particular areas. Now, when it came down to uh, giving, uh, you you were second to none. There's a few people that has patterned themselves after Kathy and myself that we still even have right now uh, in Panorama, uh, 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 a couple of couples and some individuals as well. But uh, were you always a great giver before you came to Panorama? Because I don't know, you know, uh, too much about your background, what you did, but I knew your uh, former pastor, Mike Mitchell, was a friend of mine. And uh, but uh, uh, how did you develop becoming a giver? Were you a giver before you came? If not, when did you develop in becoming a giver? Um, I I I was um, free with those things I I had, but when it came to the church, I wasn't a big giver. And I think that's how a lot of people are. We give outside of the church, but when it comes to the church, we already believe that, you know, what God got it. And I was under the teachings and hearing you, um, I remember one thing you said um, was how you always gave your, your testimony about how you and prophets gave your way out of, and I'm quoting it, poverty, but being challenged and where you used to live and how, you know, as you gave and you kept sowing that God um, began to bless you all and you were able to give more. And one of the key things was giving consistently. I never was taught that how you give consistently, and, and in doing so, then you can consistently depend on God to bless you at the point of your need based on your giving. And I took those words because I believed you and I trusted you and I saw it for myself. You lived it before us, and um, I began to pattern that part of my life um, um, after your and Prophetess Kathy's life. And also when you prophesied um, um, that, that, that God had given me that gift, it only – um, um, brought to life what was already that was dormant in me. It brought it to life, and then even the more I knew that I couldn't lose by giving. You you can never beat God's giving, and it just caused me to just want to empty my pockets, knowing that you know uh, I was giving to the to to God Himself. I was giving to what the 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 kingdom call on the house itself. I was giving to the man and woman of God itself, and and serving the people of God on the man of God's stead. And I just knew that by doing so, God would provide. And boy, did He provide! In spite of a lot of things that I really messed up over the years, God always came through miraculously for Rhonda and the Lewis household. That's that's good, Rhonda. Uh, uh, now. Uh, Rhonda uh, is married. Uh, her husband used to be a part of Panorama, but no longer was a part of Panorama <clears throat> before uh, God transitioned her. Now, were there ever any mistakes that you made in your giving by not being the head of your household and your husband's the head of your household? Um, I just um, ask the question again. I didn't understand the question in clarity, Dr. McKenzie. I'm sorry. 
no problem. Uh, uh, I was saying, have you ever made any mistakes in your giving by you not being the head of your household and your husband was not a part of Panorama, but you was a part of Panorama, but you do uh, always, uh, I, I remember, I can't remember when you wasn't a giver, um, but uh, that grace on you to give and a passion to give and a love to give. Have you ever made any mistakes by you not being the authority? Your husband is the authority over you in your giving. Because there, oh. the reason I'm asking that because there may be some other ladies, which I know that is online, because the Lord's speaking this to, through me, that means I know it's present. And there may be some men online uh, that may be a little frustrated, what the case may be, but uh, God want to help us today. So were there um, any times that you made any mistakes in your giving? No, sir. And, um and and there was challenges, but we were always taught that the word of God has preeminence, that when I stand before God, I must stand before God. And even though my husband is headship of my home, Christ is headship of my life. And by obeying his word, he would stay off the enemy. Even if the, even, even if the enemy was operating through my husband at the time, God would take care of me. And God has, I have never been forsaken in that area. And I oftentimes would talk to other women who are married that say, well, my husband don't want me to pay tithes. And I would tell them my husband couldn't stop me from paying tithes because the tithing that I'm giving covers me and my husband. And if I don't do that, we both would be in a ditch and with a, uh, up a creek without a paddle. So my giving is based on my relationship with Christ and not my relationship with my husband. That's excellent that you brought that out uh, because I have never known you not to pay tithes. And, uh, and, 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 and this is good that you brought that because your obedience will automatically cause God to bless your household because the Bible said that unbelieving is sanctified by the believing. And so there may be some young ladies out here challenged, and, and you need to listen to this uh, because when you obey God, the favor of God comes upon you. And, and, and it's going to eventually bless your spouse, I'm telling you. And they're going to see it, and they're going to know it, that this is the hand of God, this is the grace of God. Uh, matter of fact, I don't want you to go into any detail. I was talking to uh, Rhonda this morning, and uh, she was telling me about how credit went down, and mine is shot. Oh, when the uh, that's one thing I used to pride myself of having excellent credit until when the market shift, uh, we 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 lost a, a lot of money uh, through business, and the very thing that I took pride in, <laughs> God touched it. And uh, and I know it's God because God don't want me to uh, 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 focus on my credit. He wants me to focus on him. And don't misunderstand what I'm saying. God is not telling you to have bad credit. I just had it because I didn't uh, wasn't as wise in this situation. It had nothing to do with God. Everything to do with me. And God knew I pride that. But you had mentioned to me this morning about uh, how you your credit was, but it was a favor. You just happened to just were just looking at some cars, and uh, and and the uh, what you would call the uh, the salesperson sharing with you what kind of you can get, even at the kind of credit that you have. Yeah. Can you share that? The um, reason I just want you to share that is I know you've been consistent uh, in your giving as a woman of God. And and I've seen God do things. I've seen God bless. I've seen God uh, sustain you. I've seen God keep you in different areas. Share that with us online if you will. Yes, sir. And, and Dr. McKenzie, may I, um, the Holy Spirit just brought up um, one other thing to share regarding um, tithes and offering for women. Can I share that and then go into that? Yes, ma'am. Um, also, uh, one of the things when it really got really challenging, the Holy Spirit gave me wisdom. Because at one point, uh, my husband was really, things were tight, 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 tight. And me giving the amount of money I, I was I was um, um, giving regarding my tithe and offering was frustrating him um, to the max. And I remember the Holy Spirit um, sharing with me to approach him about everyone getting uh, an allowance. And I approached him with a dollar amount that each one of us got out of our paycheck for allowance because at this time we were putting our checks together. 
And it was through that allowance that I would get that I would be able to pay my tithes. And so what I did with that allowance, we made it clear between each other that once we got this allowance, if I spent it all on tithes or I gave it all to the church, it didn't matter to him. And he got the same amount of money as an allowance. So that was some of the creativity that God would give me to 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 bring peace in my home but still be obedient to him. And I just wanted to share that, Dr. McKenzie, as well. That's powerful. That's good. Do you all hear that? When you want to do the right thing, and, uh, and your partner may not want to do the right thing. God will give wisdom and the creativity so it won't be no feuding in the house. And and I never heard that before, how God gave that to you. I never heard that before. But because when your heart is right, he will give you the revelation, the creativity, to be able to execute his heart and his mind. That's awesome. Go ahead, if you will. Um, I, well, I have been without transportation for a while, and um, because of some um, things that we just mismanaged with money, and I had not even had a desire um, for a car, actually. And I remember one time um, um, I, I talked with you, Dr. McKenzie, probably around February or March, and you said, you know, do you even have a desire for things anymore? And um, I sort of remind you that the word of God that you gave me said that God was going to take the taste away while he refined some things in me for money and things, because those are some of the things that from time to time, speaking of, um, some child in our relationship that would drive me, and then I would mishandle things trying to please man instead of doing what God wanted me to do. And so I, I um, um, went through the, a prophetic training recently, and a man of God um, spoke a word about miracles, that God was going to start using me in the area of miracles. And I was leaving home one day riding with another young lady, and I said, let's just go buy some car dealerships. And we went by three car dealerships, and lo and behold, each one I went into, I qualified not for uh, a Ford, uh, a, a 1999 Ford, because my credit score was um, um, like a little bit over 400, and that's real low. But I qualified for miraculously with all the things I was challenged with, um, a 300 Chrysler. Um, it was a Toyota Corolla, but it was a 2010. And then I went to the last car dealership, and I received a prophetic word by the Mercedes. And the man said, well, let's look at these cars over here. And when I looked at these cars, I said, no, I won't qualify for them. You know, I said it in my mind. And then God corrected me. And when he corrected me, I went over there in faith, and he ran it. And um, I was able to qualify for a 350E, a E350, you were telling me what kind it was, uh, Mercedes. Now, I didn't take the car. Because I still want to know it's God. Because what God gives, I've learned over the years, there is no sorrow. I still want to get it for my image. And I'm um, speaking with Dr. Kendrick today. He even brought some more correction to me. You want to be um, before you just pretend that you are. And so I'm glad that God gave me the wisdom in this season of my life to wait. But just to know that I qualified that I could go and get a car anytime I want to of that caliber was a blessing itself. And while I'm sitting there talking to this young man, he used to be a financial um, counselor, and he's telling me that, you know, well, if you pay your car payment for 10 months in a row on time, you get 10 to 15 points on your credit, and when you add a like a T-Mobile phone bill or something else, he said, Ms. Lewis, next year this time your credit will be over 600. So I'm getting credit counseling um, because God promised me something at 55, at the age 55, and all of these things are just lining up the way the man of God prophesied it into my life. And so I'm very thankful for the relationship because without the relationship, I would be out there, like I said, with Without a ship, without a sail. That's awesome. See, this is this is the supernatural. What we was we've been talking about, and and, and some of the things Jimmy talked about yesterday, and some of the things Rhonda talking about today. Now, Jimmy and 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 uh, Rhonda, uh, 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 Jimmy living in in uh, Colorado, they probably is give more like Kathy and I. Well, I've got other people, too, but they are consistent. They are consistent. Uh, uh, Jimmy don't miss paying tithes. Rhonda don't miss paying tithes. And uh, I remember one particular time I, I shared this with uh, uh, Jimmy. We went up to one of the um, uh, Monday night football games when he was playing for the Broncos. And uh, and uh, I challenged him. I said, this is my last time I'm going to talk to you about your ties. I will not be talking about ties. I'm not into that. You know, I'm not looking for this is for you. He didn't know had no idea that ties wasn't being paid. So uh, 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 he took over that, and from that day to now, he have never missed paying ties. Not only paying ties, 
he had never missed paying first fruits. When he came into the knowledge of that, he had never, and you ought to, when you hear him talk, we'll have him back again, he'll be excited. That's how Rhonda is. That's how Rhonda is. But I know without a shadow of a doubt, going back to our relationship, that I have always lived in that realm. Catherine has never missed paying tithes, have never missed uh, giving first fruits. Uh, uh, we never focus on it. We we just God has really elevated us beyond that. That's elementary for us at this present time. But God, I know without a doubt, and I know a lot of things that Ron has struggled with. When I say struggle with, been challenged with, challenged economically, challenged without a car. Their homes been challenged, children been challenged, relationship been challenged, but been consistent, been consistent. And see, all of this is preparation for the manifestation because if a person is going to be a true son or daughter, then they must be willing to experience some of the same thing that the father has experienced. And you all have heard, a lot of you all, not all of you, but a lot of you have heard my testimony of what uh, I went through, uh, the test that God took me through, living on the streets and all those kind of things, but being consistent before God, not quitting on God, not giving up on God. That is how Rhonda lived. That's how Jimmy lived. Uh, they don't quit. They have not given up. I'm going to have some of my other sons and daughters on, on here. Let them give their testimony of their relationship with God and their relationship with me. But I know that God is setting her up for something big, awesome, and great because of the relationship, ladies and gentlemen. And it has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with the assignment of God. Always understand, God assigned relationships. And so, in my prayer to God, that God's going to take it and just take it to a whole other level. Now, let me ask you the question here. Now, uh, uh, about the prophetic training. Now, God has really uh, developed a great flow uh, in you. How many prophetic trainings have you gone through? Um, that one was the fifth one. It seemed like it had been more than that. Now, you sure that's all it was? It, it, might have, it might have been more. I was trying to count on the day. It might have been more. I started to call Prophet Kathy to get clarity because, you know, she remembers everything. But um, it, it might be more, Dr. Kids, but I can remember distinctly about five. Oh, you know, no, 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 it, it was more. It was more because we even had some outside of the old building. So five in the building I know about. Okay. Now, uh, uh, how do you think that you have developed and why you're developed to the degree that you because your word of knowledge has really exploded. God has really done an awesome thing in you in the areas of the word of knowledge. But why and, and, and everybody don't don't come forth at the same time. Some people get it maybe the second or third, uh, sometimes people the fourth. Uh the person that probably went through the most that I can think of probably was Barbara Nelson. I think Barbara went through about ten, eleven of them. Uh uh your son in law I don't know how many Dwayne went through. Dwayne went through about maybe about five or six of them. But I remember, I remember uh, 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 very clear when he got his breakthrough. That was at the training we did at Apostle Elias Church uh, up there, and he got his uh, uh, breakthrough. In a, uh, when I say breakthrough, he broke through in a, with a greater flow. Always flow, but broke through with a greater flow. Uh, when do you think that yours clicked and you broke through? Um, I, I actually believe it was not this one, but probably about two times before. And let me say this, too. Um, I probably actually attended five or more, but if you recall, I always went with them to you, either working it or being a part of it. So I attended a lot of them because I was with you at a lot that we, that we as a ministry went to. So I set in, I know, over 20 of them. But I actually attended as a student probably about five, six, or seven. So I want to bring oh. clarity to that. But I was always around it. And I think my faith grew um, um, because of the submission of the heart and the willingness to please um, God's people. That's something that you emphasize about the prophetic, getting your eyes off of yourself and willing to be a blessing to others. And that takes that took time for me um, because there, was a, there still is a lot of fear, and I approach it with the reverence of God. But... Um, I begin to hold, just hold on to the fact that if you can do it, I can do it. And that's, that's been how I've looked at a lot of things in my life. If you can do it, I am empowered to do it. And, and, I, and, I, and if you say it, I automatically believe I can do it. And that goes back to us 
even in the beginning of our relationship, you, I often tell the story where I was not administrative at all and, and that I knew of. And you spoke that into my life. And, and at the time, I was a police officer on the street just running down people and fighting them and never even wanting to work in the office. I didn't even know how to type on a computer. And as soon as you have ever spoken anything to me, it has been through my faith in the words that God released to you, I was able to walk into it. So much so I used that same attitude when it came to the prophetic. At first I put myself in a box not believing I can do it, but then when I believed that the same God in you was in me, and that's what you taught, then I began to step out in faith and step out in faith. And by doing so, God, the Holy Spirit became the dominant um, 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 force in my life, and I began to decrease and just let, allow God to have his way. And that was through following you as you follow Christ and then being placed in a position which you, which you did all, always for us to learn. And even when we messed up, you still put us in a position to learn. And I grew from those, those times where I was able to learn. And see, that's awesome because did you hear what she said? I believe that if you can do it, I can do it. That should always be the mentality of the children. That should always be the mentality of the student. See, if you don't develop that, you're going to always limit yourself in the capacity to flow. Because my passion, believe it or not, and I know people in Panorama believe this, I desire to see my sons and daughters supersede me. That I, I, that's with my all my heart, mind, soul, and strength, because that's gonna let me know that the spirit of God has done a well, uh, uh, done a good job in me and through me. That's the way it should always be. But but share this if you will. I remember one time we was in a, a meeting, and uh, uh, now what I like about uh, Rhonda, she's obedient. When I say obedient, she's gonna do what I actually do from time to time. And there's times she haven't been obedient, but nevertheless. But I remember she we went to Orlando. And we went there, and Rhonda missed it, and the enemy bombarded her. And uh, and we came back here, and we said, well, have what we call power night service. She didn't want to flow, but I understood what the enemy was doing, how the enemy was bombarding her. See, this is how you develop. When you can follow the instruction, you can listen to your leader, and you can execute when you don't feel like execute. That's how you develop. Everything is about faith. Could you share that uh, situation in, in, uh, uh, with the people? Um, yes, sir. Um, we were in Orlando, as you said, and, and you took a team of presbyters up there to prophesy into the lives of people. And I was on a team, and I actually I was in error as I prophesied. And what you would do, um, you would always go behind um, those of us in training and those of us submitted to your leadership and uh, whatever we said that was not in line with the Word of God, you would correct it to bring back a corrective measure in the Word of God so that when the person left, they would not leave with an erroneous word. Um, after the service, you met with me and you would you shared with me how I missed it. And I just, I, I was just um, bawling and crying and didn't want to do it again, don't call me again, so on and so forth. And we came back to Miami, and like you said, that next Friday night, um, you brought me in the office and you said, um, I'm going to put you on the team tonight. And I resisted. I didn't want to do it at first. And you said, you're going to go. You're going to flow. You prayed for me. You put your hand on my, my head. You prayed for me. And you said, you're going to submit. And the same spirit of living God that's on me and operates through me is going to operate through you. And I went out, and I was fearful. I, I did not um, believe I could do it. But as soon as you put me in that position, I remembered what you said, and I just got past me. And I, I, one of the things I always kept telling myself is, God, I'm here to be a blessing. God, I'm here to be a blessing. God, I'm here to be a blessing. Not about me. I'm here to be a blessing. And that particular night, um, I flowed, and um, uh, we, we never did come back and correct it. So I believe that I flowed, and it was the spirit of the living God. It was. <laughs> It was. It was dynamite. You did not miss it. But if I had not allowed you to go forth, then the spirit of fear would have increased and perpetuated itself, and it would have been harder and harder and harder for you to flow. But the key is you obeyed. You didn't want to be, because anytime anybody missed him, the, the, the devil bombed on your mind, you oppressed and depressed, what the people going to think, oh, man, I missed it. And, uh, oh, God, what uh, I, ain't, I ain't doing this no more. The key is you obeyed. You stepped out and you obeyed. 
And when you obey, the Spirit of God took over and blessed someone that particular night. This is the last, our time is almost up, but I got another question here. Many times, this is the thing that I hate, literally hate about church, is this here. When somebody leave our churches or they transition out of our churches, we we want to curse them. We want to say that the judgment of God is going to fall on them. They're going to die. Now, uh, when you transition, but I had six, uh, really picked up about uh, 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 six months or so. But but when you transition, one of the questions I asked you, uh, of the, the three main leaders I had, God transitioned them this year. And it's God, not the devil, Sandra, Rhonda, and uh, uh, Linda. Linda had just came back not too long ago, but it was God. But and and my and all of them, all three of them, stopped communicating. Rhonda was was still communicating, but not like she's supposed to be as a daughter. And all three of them is my uh, daughters. One of them I ain't never heard from since gone. Another one, matter of fact, I ain't heard from. Them, I just seen them. No communication. She was communicating sparingly, and I addressed that. Could you share it to people? Why? Because there's going to be people that are going to make transition, but you got to do it right. If it's God, you should stay in a healthy relationship. Share that, if you will. Um, well, um, what when I left the, the ministry, at, when I first left, um, I really didn't know how to respond. And Dr. McKinnon said, why didn't you know how to respond? The, you transitioned out of the building. You didn't transition out of the relationship. And that was key to me because I I didn't transition out of the relationship. I just transitioned out of the building. And, and what he shared with me is that I am an extension of him. And I sort of went by the mindset that um, I know I went by the mindset that when most people leave, they cut themselves off. But I was still attracted in my spirit to him because we were connected. And I didn't know how to respond or what to do. But I knew that God had still connected me. So um, he saved me by coming to my school one day and just addressing it straight up like he usually does, straight up and down like 6 o'clock. And when he left, I'm telling you, it cut me from ear to ear. But what I came out of that was um, um, stronger, wiser, more committed. Um, And in my mindset, I I believe, and I shared this with him, that I always thought I was just leaving for a season and to come back. And he said to me, if you come back, then I'm a failure. I haven't done my part as a father because you're an extension of me, and this is how we, 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 we grow. We grow. I grow when you grow. The ministry grows when you grow. God, the kingdom grows when you grow. And so, um, and since that time, um, I send updates. You know, it's sometimes it's, 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 you know, he's busy or I'm busy, but I send updates via the email or on the phone. I call him. I might send a text or whatever. And I, and I don't know what I would do without this relationship. And I go right back to that day in 1992 when I said I would lay down my life. Um, Truly, laying down my life has been has been raised up. And I, I want to share this. I remember one time, Dr. McKenzie, that um, when I was very, very ill and you prayed, and, um, and one of the things you said was, um, God, this one I have need of. And, and I just want to share with you, among everybody listening tonight, God, this man of God, I not only have need of, but he is my, he is the key that is has unlocked and will continue to unlock my destiny until Jesus comes back. And for that, I am very grateful. I love you, man of God. I love you also. I appreciate you coming online uh, uh, tonight and, and sharing with our audience uh, of what kingdom relationship should be about, what biblical relationship should be about. And uh, I'm grateful to the Lord, and I'm looking forward to the next phase of your life. And, oh, well, I only got 60 seconds left. <laughs> uh, November the 9th, 10th, and 11th, ladies and gentlemen, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, uh, Encountering the Supernatural. We're going to be at the Embassy Suites Hotel Airport location. Tell your family and friends, bring the sick out. Bring everybody's challenge in their bodies, challenge their relationship. Bring them out to be in these meetings. Know anybody in the Orlando area? Get them up there to this prophetic training that's coming up uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, this week. Uh, once again, I really enjoyed you, uh, Rhonda. Uh, she's a true daughter. I love her. Thank God for her. It's very seldom that we don't speak on a weekly or bi-weekly basis. 
it's always some kind of communication, if not the text, email, what the case may be. And and my desire is to see her just lunch out and birth things in spirit and in this realm. God is going to do great and mighty things. God bless you. We thank God for you. Look forward to being with you on the, on Friday. God bless you now.